Hello. It's November. In our hearts. Yeah. But in the world, it's December already. Yep. Um... Happy Spare Time Day to you. Happy Spare Time Day. This should be a national holiday. Today? Yeah, Spare Time Day. Whenever we We can decide when it should be. We'll discuss. It could be December 7th, but it could be any other. It should be our um, anniversary in January. January. Mm -hmm. All right, we'll discuss. Yeah, great. Off to a perfect start of this podcast. These two girls actually have a business meeting after this to discuss this very brand brand if you this will empire this llc this l this soon to be llc should we put that on a hat soon to be llc <laughs> honestly funny <laughs> kind of funny um this is spare time the podcast absolutely a podcast that we've been doing in several different iterations since the year of our lord 2018 19 17 17 five years ago Five years ago, was that 17? No, it was 18. 18 January. No, it had to have been 19 January. Because I moved here in September of 18. Okay, 19 January. So fun to work that out live with you. Thanks for being with us. Um, That's my friend Elisa. And that's my friend Marie. We love each other. We love each other. We're best friends. We have a podcast. We have an empire. We have a business empire We're together. We're business women. Yes, exactly. And on this podcast <laughs> that has made us extremely rich and famous, yeah. we discuss the things that we did during the month that is in question. So today it's November 2023. We discuss what we did in our spare time. Some things we enjoy doing in our spare time are... Eating and cooking. Definitely. That's where our true loves lie. We also love, love. to read. We love mm-hmm. to listen to music. Mm-hmm. We love the culture. We culture. love to participate in culture. Mm-hmm. We're, we're always consuming content. Oh, yeah. Cultural content. Cultural content. And mm-hmm. that's two capital C's. That's right. Don't you forget it. We like to go outside. We like mm-hmm. to move our bodies. And we like to go inside, too. Yeah, totally. It's so, fun for us. So hopefully one of those things you also like and will be interested in hearing us gab about. I think that you will. I um, agree. Marie. Yes. How did you spend your spare time this month? This month was a big work month for me. <sighs> um, the fall turns out is a busy time for my job. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I knew it a little bit, but I had never experienced it firsthand because this is my first year in this job that I'm Which in. Which is crazy. It feels like it's been longer, right? Yeah, for sure. It's great. I like started in February, so no, it's that really doesn't actually make doesn't any compute. Sense. No, yeah. doesn't compute. So I was working. Um, many of you know that when I am working big time. Mostly I'm in Miami. So I was also in Miami. Um, I needed a long runway to recover from that trip. Um, And unfortunately, I didn't really have one because it was immediately Thanksgiving. That's dangerous. Dangerous. Um, But that was a big part of the month, too. Obviously, doing the holiday thing. Hosting my family. And then I had to recover from that. Absolutely. And that takes us straight into December. Yeah. In the blink of an eye. The holiday nearly took you out. It really, it quite literally almost ended my life. Yeah, I was so exhausted. I actually remain exhausted. Yeah, I feel drained. It's a lot to be. The holidays are kind of, it's like, I don't know, they're kind of like a liar in a way. Tell me more. Like, everybody's always like, oh my God, I can't wait for the holidays. 100%. And you're like... Why? 
Like you're like, <laughs> yeah, I get it. Like there's there's some really nice things. Yes. It's nice to spend time with your family usually. Yes. It's nice to not work. For sure. For sure. That's a big part of it. And I do think like part of the problem is there's so much hype. And there's so oh much expectation. God. Like, it's like, oh, I'm going to, you know, you spend the whole month of November thinking about what you're going to cook for one day. You spend the whole month of December thinking about what you're going to buy everyone for Christmas and, like, how you're going to spend your time and how it's going to be, like, special and magical. And then, you know, if it doesn't turn out well, then you're kind of like, whoa, I, that was a lot of investment in this yeah, it's experience. it's kind of intense. It can be a lot. And it's, it's not build that way at no, all. No, it's, it's build as pure it's like, joy. Why don't and I happiness. feel relaxed? <laughs> I know. I do wonder how the Hanukkah people feel. You know, uh, this we're removing all of the variables of this specific year. I'm just wondering, like, in general, it's all about Christmas. You know? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Nobody is really out here talking about Hanukkah, and that's whatever. We don't have to get into that either. <laughs> Justice for Hanukkah. Justice for Hanukkah seems peaceful. I know. I'm like to, it seems to celebrate to not celebrate Christmas, but I'm Christmas sure that's complicated is too. a whole rigmarole. But we don't have to talk about that here. You today. know who scares me when it comes to Christmas? One Betty Who. She fucking loves Christmas. She's counting down Christmas from just like July, <laughs> January first. Here's the thing that freaks me out. Anybody who cares too much about holidays. Like, I feel like the Christmas girlies are a little scary. Mm-hmm. The Halloween girlies are also pretty scary. Totally. The holiday girlies are scary. I'm just like, it's a little bit much. It's a little bit much. I'm like, what about just enjoying every day? You know? Yeah, how about today? How about just finding the joy in your spare time? <laughs> there you go. Speaking of which, yep. how did you spend your spare time this month? You know, I also had a big work month, mm-hmm. and that was annoying because <laughs> if you listened last month, I'm not loving my work. I'm actually hating it. I'm fully hating it. Mm. And so that's something I'm working on with my therapist. But Shout um, out to... Erica. Oh, perfect. I always forget your therapist (laughs) is also named Erica. Love that for you. Um, But I did get to travel to places that I like. Mm -hmm. I only go to basically two places for my work, which are Boston and New York. Two good cities to go to. Two great cities to go to. And I have a lot of friends there and I like being in those places. So that's really nice. And Mm. I, I'm, I regularly do this, which I feel like you do too, since we're kind of cut from the same cloth in this regard. But like if I'm traveling for work, I'm getting every ounce of everything that I can when I'm in that place. It's so hard to do any less than that. I, I actually don't know how. Like, I was in New York for three days, two nights. Mm-hmm. I I had dinner with a colleague, and then I saw my friend. I got to her house at 10.30 p.m. Whoa. Then the next night, I had dinner with my friends. And then the next day, I got up at 7 a.m. to have breakfast with my friend. And this was all, you know, working full days. But it's yeah. like, I have to do it. It's hard not to do it. And there's also the, like, I feel... And I, I feel a little less pressure on this now that I go to Miami so much. But I feel like when I used to travel to lots of different places and still a little with Miami, I'm always like, oh, I have to like eat something amazing yes. every day. I have to like go see. You can't just have sweet green when you're right. there. You're like, I'm I'm not at home. I should be like whatever. And I'm like, I don't I don't know. And Maybe that's how you get exhausted. That's how you get exhausted. To bring it back. That's right. That's how you get exhausted. So I'm also exhausted from my travels, but I had a really good time in Boston specifically. Erica came up halfway through because I was there for forever. Your therapist? Like. Just yeah, my kidding. therapist. <laughs> um, 
And I really did see a lot of friends this month, which was really nice through Friendsgivings, people being home, me traveling, etc. I did have a lot of work dinners, which are both horrible and fun mm-hmm. because it's nice to dine out on someone else's dime. Amen, sister. So I feel like I went to a lot of restaurants that I've been like either wanting to try or just like like to go to. Mm-hmm. And I like that. Mm-hmm. And then um, friend of the pod, but not a listener of the pod, <laughs> Hannah, you <laughs> may have heard of her before. partner, um, did a really special thing for me and Erica this month, which is that we got to tour the West Wing. You may have heard Pretty of it sick. from the television show, The West yeah. Wing. Or Never from the government, it, from civics class. Me neither, and I feel like or I should watch culture, it. from the culture, you know? Just from the culture. It was honestly cool. It's cool, right? It's, Isn't and it it's so like, much smaller than you think? So teeny, but it's I like know. fun to brag and be like, yeah, I've seen the Oval Office. And you're like, yeah, I've, I've seen it with my own eyes. Biden family Bible. It's so big and weird. Huge. But do you know we, I don't think we talked about this. Mm-mm. Um so when you look at the Oval Office, it's small, mm-hmm. first of all. It's and o- it's like it's ovular. It's yeah, absolutely. And it's it's decorated, you know, there's a theme. You you're looking, which is obvious from the pictures, but you're like, wow, everything here is the same color. And I think Biden's is like yellow question mark. Like it's like Yeah, I can't remember. There's a theme, but there's a little book right next to the oval where you can see all of the previous themes, all of the previous decor choices. Um and you flip the page from Obama. By the way, he had a wonderful oval. Chic man. And then there's simply a picture of Trump's face. <laughs> and when I tell you that I nearly dropped this book, literally like one of the girls in our group, one of Hannah's friends, literally was like, wow, that's a jump scare. And I literally was like, first of all, I forgot that he was president. Yeah, we blacked that out. And like, I do not want to speak about what's happening now. And second of all, um, what? No other presidents had themselves in the room, and his was just like a portrait. It's so weird. He's a weird man. What a weird guy. So um, that's what I did. None of that really sounded like spare time, and I guess the answer is I didn't have much. No. It's a busy – I feel like that's the real problem that we're circling with the holidays is there's just not that much spare time, even though we are – made to believe that you're supposed to have tons of spare time. I know, but it really is busy. It's packed to the gills. But we are about to enter um, the most spare time time, which is the week between Christmas and New Year's. Hear ye, hear ye. That's the best time there is. That's a black hole. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be reading 14 books during that time. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> what is your best of the month? My best of the month is uh, something that we did. We now is a tradition. We did it. This is the second year that we've done it. So it's, it's officially a tradition. A tradition. Um, it's so cute. And it's called a stock party. Um, you have, may have heard that we have an enormous stock pot that we purchased for Hannah's shrimp birthday boil, mm-hmm. which also is a tradition. Um, a single use kitchen item to the maximum. Like it's, Absolutely. it's an enormous pot. It has like a stand with a gas with a propane valve and you like do it outside so when we purchased that rather expensive gadget i was like we need to find another use for this Mm -hmm. beyond just your birthday um and we thought it would be fun to do a gigantic turkey stock following thanksgiving with everybody's carcasses um which is (laughs) the way you say carcass as if it's just a chill word. A normal word, It's yeah. really fun for me personally to be able to put the word carcass on an invitation several times. Yeah, it like literally it says, me bring pink. your carcass. Bring 
your carcass. Bring us your carcasses. Um, so it was really fun. We did it the same way last year that it was like everybody was outside. We had a fire. So nice. Um, this year we did a way better job of planning it because last year we didn't start the stock until the party started. Mm. So we were simmering the stock until like one in the morning. Oh my God. Um, this year we said, if you have a carcass, bring it over at like 10 a.m. Yeah. yeah. So that way when people started coming, we could give them the stock whenever they wanted to leave. They could be ready. Um, so it was just lovely. My parents were there and my brother, Hannah's parents and brother were there. Lots of friends Cute. came by. The stock was awesome. There was so much of it. Everyone was like, Especially the boys of the world really love this pot. Like, they really love to, like, experience the joy of making something outside. I guess for, you know, the visual, how many carcasses fit in that pot? Um, There were seven carcasses in that pot. There Mm. were four turkeys and three chickens. That's crazy. It was a lot. Because last year we did. The normal pot barely fits one. Right. So we had seven turkeys and three chickens. We had, I think, like, uh, you know, 10 onions, like three pounds of carrots, like a whole cup of peppercorns, a lot of celery. It was really something. It was really something. Um, So it was really fun. Um, I think it's like a nice, I don't know, it's a good vibe. And I I was really happy that we did it, even though I was so tired. Um, And then I have to give a best of Thanksgiving, the best of my Thanksgiving that I cooked. Um, I made Eric Kim's cheesy scallion stuffing from Mm. Korean American and it was fire. It was so, 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 so good. I must recommend it for next year. What kind of bread? Um, my parents brought some sourdough from the bakery in their town that was like caramelized onion and Dijon crusted sourdough. Oh my God. So that was a pretty good fit for it. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it was good. I love that. It was quite good. What was your best of the month? Um, my best, I went to Tonchin in Brooklyn, which is a udon restaurant. So yum. And I went with three friends of this pod and three friends of ours. Um, and everything was really good, but the shaved ice dessert was crazy in taste, crazy in aesthetic. And it was just one of those things where you're like, not a single person that gets this dessert is going to be sad that they that this is on their table. Like it was such an experience and it was so like whimsical and like childlike and fun. But yeah. it was basically a heap of shaved ice, mm-hmm. um, a foot of it yep. in a bowl. I'm not sure what kind of bowl. I can't remember the bowl. Just a towering mountain. A towering mountain of shaved ice. And then there was like. We got the mango flavor. So there Fun. was like a mango puree type thing, Yum. fresh mango. And then there was this like awesome, I think it was like a coconut cream. Mm. Maybe had like condensed milk. Yeah. I don't know. It was so good. And it truly was huge. And it was just this cloud. And I feel like we all were just like, it felt like we were eating it for like 20 minutes. Like fun. it just was endless. And That's really fun. It was such a fun experience. And really it was like that was a perfect dessert and I love it and I want to eat it again all the time. Um, but also it was one of those dinners where like we got there at 7 and left at 11. You know, yeah. and where you're just like I'm just having the best time and like sitting here and enjoying the company and just like 
living in this moment. I felt very present at that dinner, mm. which is really nice. Yeah, that's and really nice. I will remember that shaved ice forever, but I think <laughs> it's the feelings that come with it more than anything. I love that a lot. There's the shaved really ice nice. of friendship. Shaved ice and friendship. It's, you know, it's kind of simple when you really drill it down. So true. So what's the worst that happened? Um, For me, the worst was doing two big days of cooking in a row. So, um, I mean, just one is... Just one is... And to be clear, like, I didn't cook Thanksgiving Thursday dinner, but... We made some stuff to take over to Hannah's parents' house. Um, her dad, Ted, is like an absolute machine in the kitchen. I don't know how he does it. So he really did that dinner. But somehow I spent a long time cooking stuff, even though it wasn't that much. And then the next day my family came mm-hmm. and I cooked like a whole Thanksgiving. Um, and hosting is exhausting. Hosting is exhausting. I was already exhausted from the Miami of it all. So I really think that like it was a lesson learned for me that yeah. like – and then we had the stock party. I was just like filled with dread yeah. the whole time. And that's not the way you want to feel. So next Especially year. Especially not on the holiday time. No, if my family discussed. comes again. Because it was really fun that they came. Yeah. And like they didn't care if we made, you know what I mean? Like they yeah. were like, why don't we just do takeout? And I was like, I already bought all these groceries. Whatever. Yeah. So next year we'll have takeout. Yeah. Great. Um, I think that my my like learn is it's okay not to like. It's not actually about the, like, making a feast or, like, it's 100%. just, like, hanging out. So it was – I was I just felt like I wasn't my best self because I was stressed and tired and, like, I was bummed that I was in the kitchen and everyone else was hanging out. Yeah. So that was kind of a drag. But you know what? It's a good introspective It's important. Lesson. We stay learning all the and time. And, you know, I feel like as two girlies that love to cook – And, like, I feel like these types of days are, like, it's exciting to be able to, like, make food and share it with people that you Mm -hmm. love and, like, make fun food and, like, all that stuff. I also this year was kind of, like, feeling so unmotivated about all of it. Mostly because I was, like, I think I'm tired and Mm -hmm. I don't really want to do this. And it's, like, that obligation thing where, like, maybe when that enters the chat, you have to be, like, oh, I don't have to do this. Yeah. Maybe I, I need to just serve the moment. Yeah. I also think that there's like part of me that was like, oh, like I'm attending someone else's Thanksgiving. Like I'm not cooking. So if I have the opportunity to make a Thanksgiving dinner, like I, I should, because like I'm a food person and like I like to make food and like this is my thing. So I have to do it. Yeah. It's like that's not real. It's like sometimes you actually can just let someone else make Thanksgiving. For sure. And get takeout. Yep. And that's what I'll be doing next year. Huge, Marie. Huge. We learned. Big moments here. And ne- catch me next year. Remind me that yeah, I said Yeah, she's going to make Thanksgiving next year. <laughs> Don't let me do it. Um, My worst was the chocolate peanut butter croissant at Radio Bakery. I uh, need to hear more. Wasn't this place the site of the best of your month? Last month, last yes. Month? Absolutely. And it's still my best. I went there twice while I was in New York. Great. I love it. I think it's delicious. I went with my friend Ashvin. I don't think he's a friend of the pod, but he should be. I'm a <laughs> he's a friend of yours and by extension a friend He's of one of mine. my childhood friends. Uh, we we're really good friends. And he was like, I really want to get this chocolate peanut butter croissant. And I was like, that chocolate peanut butter croissant is going to be really bad. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I think I'm going to get it. And I was like, go ahead. It was horrible. What was horrible? First of all, how did you know? Because that... I know. have a sense of these things. I know my croissants. Here's what <laughs> it was. You know when a croissant has too much filling I and it, it becomes 
dense and it, it like the there's no flakiness left whatsoever and it just becomes like a vehicle for whatever this thing is mm-hmm. like this was like a gimmick croissant you yeah, know for sure um and i was like wait why not just like the perfect chocolate croissant right next to it and he was like no i want this one it was just like you first of all the peanuts were not roasted Ooh. i do not understand why people ever serve raw nuts and that's Period. i know that's like me but i no, also I think don't you're think right it's, it's like, not you they're disgusting. So immediately I'm hit with raw peanut. And then it was like just one of a str- those. Just like a whole peanut? Th- it was like peanuts on top. Uh-huh. Okay. So yeah, I guess if you're imagining the croissant, it's like, it's a chocolate croissant that is like the dough is chocolate. So it's brown. Ooh, okay. So you already know like this has gone through maybe one too many stages of manipulation. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a chocolate peanut butter filling on the inside. Mm-hmm. Kind of like maybe an almond croissant yes. is filled. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top there's also chocolate like drizzle and peanuts. That's too much. It's too much. Also, it's 7 a.m. We don't need to eat this at 7 a.m. So, yeah, the first instant taste is like raw nut, raw peanut, which it's just like peanuts are delicious. Like roast them. Roast them. Um, And then, you know, like a natural Nutella or like a natural peanut butter where it's like way too chunky. Mm -hmm. That was the filling. No. Raw peanut flavor chunk chunk chunky gross (laughs) and then also the um the croissant itself yeah once again had no flake no layer nothing ashwin literally was like this tastes like a brownie and i was like that's wrong right like that's incorrect yeah so that was actually really quite gross wow i hate that for you but i think i don't think that's i mean radio bakery shouldn't mean making that i would say like that's mm-hmm. not ever gonna be good but maybe this is a psa to anyone listening like that is not the croissant to get that's not the croissant to get it's never gonna be good no um i had a really good bunch of croissants actually Ooh, this month where? from a bakery in miami called true loaf cute cute name really cute name they're beautiful laminated pastries i bought them i was going to like a thank you note writing party that we were hosting at one of our board members houses so i like picked up a ton of pastries oh my god yeah you put your i saw the rest in a dress from my um apple pay that makes sense Um, oh, these are gorgeous. They're really gorgeous. I did have one of them as a triple chocolate that the dough was chocolate and it was awesome. Mm. But the real star of the show for me personally was the Queen Amon. It was perfect in every way. Yeah. I haven't I'm had one in this. far too long. They're so good. They're kind of hard to find a great one. Yeah. I'm big on an apricot Danish star. It was awesome. It and was you know, Holly's good. been playing around with those right now. I have been seeing her At playing and I like it. We used to talk about her a lot here. She's still doing. I, she's still doing some of the content that I love the most because she is just following her heart. She's literally like, "There's no recipe. I'm playing. It's just vibes and desire, and, and I, I love that's that." Cool. Yeah, I'm so glad you had some good croissants. Yeah, thank you. I feel like it's I, you would like this place. It's good, and it was actually like extremely reasonably priced. Like I was like, "I'm buying 150 dollars of croissants right now," and it was 70 dollars. Oh, that's like, a nice feeling. Love that. It never happens. Is anymore. Miami really expensive? Yeah, the cafe culture is really crazy. Mm. Um, for like, I mean, it depends, right? Like if you go to like a, like a sort of like millennial Gen Z, like cool boy vibes mm-hmm. coffee shop, a coffee is $8 period. If Joe Jonas is there. Oh my God. And he's always there. Um, but then if you go to like the Cuban coffee shop, it's cheap. 
So mm-hmm. you can have it. You can have it both ways, but it's really crazy. Okay. So let's move on to our next section. Let's. We like to recommend things every month here. Absolutely. I don't know why I'm like approaching this episode as if we're gonna have a ton of new listeners. Yeah, we're gonna. Okay, great. So if you've never listened to this <laughs> podcast before, this is the section where we each recommend one thing to you. It could be anything at all. Alisa, what are you recommending? We have so few rules around this. Yeah, the rules are pretty general. lax, but we, we do like rec- we do each recommend at least one thing per month. Absolutely. And this month, Alisa is recommending. I am recommending the new comedy Christmas album from Matt Rogers, Have You Heard of Christmas? And the reason that I'm recommending this is because I want to say, first and foremost, I have not listened to it from top to bottom. <laughs> Being honest. But um, I love Matt Rogers. He's so good. He's my favorite Lost Culturista, if you <laughs> Favorite will. of out of two. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love, you know, Bowen, but Matt Rogers really makes me giggle. He's I hilarious. love him. I feel like we're on the same page. And my understanding is that he created this like comedy Christmas album, basically like channeling the pop stars and being like, I'm going to release an album. And it's silly. It's silly, silly songs. Some of the names are Lube for the Sleigh. Perfect. There's Hottest Female Up in Whoville. Mm -hmm. If you're on TikTok, you maybe have seen um, Matt's Whoville drag. I sure have. Yep. Um, there's everything you want featuring Muna, which is a hilarious song. And Katie sounds so good on it. It's crazy. <laughs> um, there's Ima, I M M A H. Have your back parentheses this Christmas. <laughs> there's God's up to his tricks exclamation mark. Wow. Um, so anyways, I think this album is really fun and I did go to drag bingo this week and there was a performance to two numbers from this album and I was laughing out loud. Wow. So I say check it out. I'll it check it out. We and both let's will. discuss. I can't wait. I think it's gonna be fun and I will be going to see Matt Rogers tomorrow because oh, I'm jealous. The tickets were five dollars. If you live in DC I think people are trying to get rid of them on StubHub. Which is a, probably a mistake. And as you know, that's less than a cup of coffee based on what we just discussed. Absolutely. It's really, I mean, with fees, two tickets was $22. Has that ever happened? Never in the history of the universe. So that's a PSA. Where is this the actually show? comes out after the show. So I'm sorry if you didn't get tickets. <laughs> <laughs> um, it'll be at the Lincoln Theater. That's going to be fun. Well, if anyone was there, you let us know. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, Marie, uh, what would you like to recommend? Something that you perhaps have already experienced or? Yeah, I've got a stake in this um, oh. in this recommendation and so do you. Oh, do I? Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a recommendation for where you should think of a place you should visit to find ideas for purchasing holiday gifts. Oh, tell me more. Um, and that's the spare time gift guide. It's our third annual. Third annual spare time gift guide. That is already out. Yes. So if you're listening to this, maybe you've already Absolutely. seen it. If you have not already seen it, you can go to our Substack. It's free. And check out the gift guide. I think that, I have to be honest, like, the gift guide is one of my favorite things that we do all year, mostly because I think, a little brag here, I think we're really good at recommending things for people to buy. I think we are too, because I think everything in our gift guide is actually like 
generally not on other lists. Correct. Which it's honestly, not just like Shoppy Shop gift it's guide It's hard to find that these days. Yeah, because there are a, a, at least a million gift guides There's there. at least a million. I'm sure there's overlap, but I think we truly just recommend the things that we like. Yeah, and I was like reading over your stuff that you put in while I was doing mine, and I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to buy all this stuff. I feel the same way. I will be purchasing the um, organizer crates. Let me know. And if you want to know more about that, check out the gift guide. I also think I probably need to buy those. I already purchased the cherries that you Mm -hmm. recommended, chocolate-covered cherries. They're so From Dick, whatever his name is. Um, Dick. From Dick. You know him. Mm -hmm. Um, And if maybe we'll take some photographic evidence of this later, but I am actively wearing the soup season or soup mode beanie. So good. And I'll never take it off. And Maria, I have to compliment you on the graphics. Thank you. I love to do the fucking mood boards. They're so fun. We I know. should do them again. Well, we're going to speak about that in our business we're meeting speak about right it. it's after one of the, this. It's one of the most fun things also is to make the gift guide cloche. I know. You're so good at it. It's really fun. So my recommendation is to purchase a gift from our gift guide. We um, literally get nothing. Nothing. From this. Hannah was like, why don't you guys have any affiliate links? I was like, great question. I'll we bring will it up in our starting business meeting. tomorrow. <laughs> But this is truly just from the bottom of our hearts, the things that we think you might like to buy. Yeah. So I hope With you love it. With nothing in it for us. If you buy things from the gift guide, tell us. please tell us. Because we won't know. We, w- <laughs> <laughs> we don't see a penny from this, but we love you a lot. Yeah. What did you think of me recommending Our Wives Under the Sea on our behalf? I love that you recommended <laughs> Our Wives Under the Sea. That book is fucking weird. It's so weird. I you know what it. I actually love about the gift guide is mm-hmm. that it is... From both of us. Yes. Even though, and we don't differentiate for the most part who said what. It's the only thing all year that we don't really attribute like who's talking. So then we just make these decisions on like this is our favorite book. (laughs) It's like for sure. It kind of makes me laugh. I I like it. it. Yeah, I like to use the third person when we when we write. Sometimes it's really silly. Like we're one two headed monster. For the gift guide, we we are. are. I like that. Maybe next year the gift guide graphic will be our two heads i'm gonna work on that she's like i'm actually gonna i'm gonna do it right now okay well we could we'll talk about this in the business meeting. i can't wait i'm like do you guys actually want to be in our business meeting we can just do it on the podcast and then publish it yeah you let us know what you think (laughs) we already started um okay yeah buy something from it i think our i think our gift guide is awesome i can't wait to hear about ambery vetiver yeah, the fake. How uh, do I say that word? No idea. With the V. <laughs> that the didn't feel totally right. The uh, Bald Afrique knockoff. I bet it's going to be the same. So that I think it is. what is perfume, you know? A hundred percent. So the that website, Dossier. Um, I know. I was like, oh, shit. Chris, that came um, by recommendation of, I think, friend of the pod, Kristen Morris. Who Kristen is Morris. a perfume girly. And does she, she purchases from. She purchased from Dossier a few months ago. She bought one perfume and she was like, this is fucking identical. <gasps> so she bought all of her like faves from there. And she's the one who recommended it to me. So. Okay. Thanks, Kristen. Because thanks, I have been getting into the perfume game a little and what I want to know is why a perfume would ever be $200. There's so many expensive water. perfumes out there. It's crazy. Okay. That's great to know. So check it out. There's a link to it in our gift guide. Yes. And if you like perfume, um, I have to recommend Rachel Symes' newsletter about perfume. It's oh like God. pretty irregular and I can't remember what it's called. Hold on. I'm going to find out. Who's Rachel Symes? So Rachel Symes is a New Yorker writer who I love. 
Um, and she used to do this. I can't believe I didn't talk about this on um, on the podcast when I was having my perfume phase. Um, so she used to do this thing on Twitter, and I think she still does it like occasionally that she calls perfume genie. Mm. She's just like a really brilliant writer. She's a great personality. You should definitely follow her on Twitter and Instagram. And I guess she's like a perfume maniac. So she does this thing on Twitter where she'll be like, it's perfume genie time. Like, comment your vibe, and I'll tell you what perfume you want. So people like tweet at her and be like hey I want a perfume that reminds me of like riding in my dad's old Mustang in 1998 in the in the summer in Texas like I'm wearing a t-shirt I'm coming back from a softball game like I'm sweaty and I'm eating a Slim Jim and she'll be like you want this perfume like it's so do we hear back from the people that say that was correct sometimes they reply and say wow that was good um, so I, when I was looking for my signature scent, which I have not, um, yet found. Okay. Um, I was reading a lot of her perfume genies and like trying to figure out if she was doing one so that I could ask her. And then I found that she has a newsletter about perfume that's called the dry down and it's like pretty, uh, sporadic, but it's good. So she has like good recommendations in there. I'll link it. I love that. A bonus recommendation from me. What do you think your signature scent entails? Um, I have I liked the sample that I got of the Beredo one that you recommended, the Bal d'Afrique. Yeah, but I think that, or maybe maybe the sample that I got from them was the Mumbai one. I think that it's a burrito. I think it's a burrito scent. Like I really like what they're doing over there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I might. Um, I'm considering. I was considering doing buying like a sampler set from them, but they're still pretty expensive. So I don't know. Stay tuned. I can't wait to find out. Me too. So, okay, let's talk about culture. Culture slash three things you need to know. From this month, November 2023. Um, this month was Spotify wrapped month. We love Spotify wrapped. Mere days ago, it was I the think day. Everybody does. If you are a hater, online like if you're one of those people who's like nobody cares about your spotify wrapped you have a bad personality i actually didn't see a lot of those people this year yeah i think think that they've been silenced yeah i think they've been silenced because the truth is i do want to know about everyone's spotify wrapped it's so fascinating it's so personal it's so personal it's so interesting to see what people are listening to um, I hated the cities thing. I think it's so stupid. I don't really get it. Because, but I actually, what I thought was interesting is that I I listened to a bunch of random podcasts and or like, you know, obviously on the internet mm-hmm. you see random shit. And there were like pockets of people that all were like, oh, everybody that I know got Utah. Or everybody Weird. that I, and I was like, I don't know a single person that got Utah. Yeah, I only so know people who got Burlington and Cambridge. I'm Burlington. I'm Cambridge. Exactly. Period. So that to me is kind of fascinating because mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, you only know people that got Utah and I have never heard one person get Utah. That makes me think. Makes a girl think. So yeah, I think the cities are weird, but I do think it's kind of interesting also. Yeah. I, really, I just don't really get what they're trying to say. Also, right. there's Colorado. Right. Like, what is that supposed to, What am I supposed to know about myself? That other than gay I'm gay. In your and case. And I'm an intellectual. That's what Cambridge <laughs> I don't meant. know. Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't know what it means. You're thinking Harvard. Thinking Harvard. Thinking mm-hmm. MIT. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I want to hear about your... Let's, let's talk about our... Let's do our Spotify wrapped wrapped. 
Okay, let's let's wrap the. And rash. you can start because I have to get my phone from the other side of the room. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was honestly delighted to see that my top artist was the artist that I expected, which is Fletcher. And I believe that I said that Fletcher would be my top artist in January. Yep, you called it. And it did, in fact, tell me that my peak month with Fletcher was January. <laughs> you started out so strong. And that is something that I am notorious for doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I really loved Fletcher this year, specifically her album, Girl of My Dreams. I fucking love it. And so good. I loved that um, Sex With My Ex was on your top five I songs of the year. I love that song. <laughs> um, it's so good. Number two, Taylor Swift. Number three, Noah Khan. I love Noah Khan. And so does everyone else. So for the does most part. everyone else. Here's something about Noah Khan. Yes. I really love him too. And we're having a big moment with him in my house. But I really, I have to say, like, I feel. I think I do feel just excited for him that he is like a pretty average looking white guy with a pretty average voice. And he is just like out here winning the universe. Like he's everyone's favorite. The looks are not there. No, the haircut is bad. He looked good on SNL. Did you That's see? That's true. He did look good on SNL. The stylist worked wonders. I'm like, get this guy a stylist um, all the time. I disagree with you on the vocal. I the, think vocal the vocal is, is good. It's good. And I think the songwriting the is song good. Ri- the songwriting is amazing. The vocal is it's good, but it's not like crazy. Like in the song with Hozier, I'm like, whoa. I know. Hozier's like sick. So good. But here's the thing. As a person that's on Noah Live, mm-hmm. he had the chops he's got it okay good i like he kind of crushed it yeah well he's everyone is uh, saying that about him i know i was like i think well erica loves noah Mm -hmm. and i think that for her it's like and i think any person that grew up in new england Mm -hmm. is like this this is like so my life this is so my experience like all of those lyrics about like i grew up with little light like she's like that's me like i i genuinely feel really seen by this music yeah and so uh, also like i was in boston and talking to a friend that lives there and she was like like everybody's obsessed with noah Khan because this music is the boston experience and i was like that's kind of cool all of hannah's friends who live in new hampshire are also obsessed with noah Khan. the thing i saw a hilarious tweet that was like noah Khan is mumford and sons for gen z Beyond one hundred percent, beyond like like stick season is Little Lion Man. Period, a hundred percent. And like that first that first Mumford and Son album is fire. Exactly. And I hope that Noah Khan does not sell out as hard as they did ever. I know. I don't think he will. I don't think that he will. He has a good personality. Do you know his mental health work? Yes. And that I'm like, this is a good guy. Honestly, you can read about my feelings about Noah Khan from the newsletter after I went to the show. You'll see them there. Um, number four, Olivia Rodrigo. I was just going to say something I love about Noah Khan is how cute he and Olivia Rodrigo are as friends. I believe that the next, as you know, Noah has been collabing with everyone on earth. Obsessed. The Casey Musgrave song is so good it's and really I love good. her verse. The thing about, I love that she changed the verse. Noah Khan, sorry to, to take the spotlight off of Olivia Rodrigo, but we'll Noah Khan is doing something that I absolutely 100% would also do if I got like weirdly famous, weirdly fast, and that's collaborating with all my heroes. Like he's doing it exactly right. And I love, I love it because it's like, it feels very authentic, and I love that all these people want to do it with him. Yeah, it's the so Lizzie fun. The Lizzie McAlpine song is so amazing. It's everyone that I like too that he's collaborating absolutely. with. So I'm like, Although, good for you, guy. What do you think of the Gracie Abrams song? I don't care about it. I forgot about it. Instantly. The production. I'm like, sorry, something something, something happened, happened here, and it's not for me. 
Um, Olivia Rodrigo, I liked Sour a lot. I listen Me too. to it all the I time. I think it's so good. I like every song. I know that there are some that you're out on, but I, I'm in on all of it. Top There's to only one that I'm out on now, and Which that is, is uh, Logical. I know you hate that I one. I hate that song. Did you hear Noah sing Lacey? I loved it a so lot. So good. Yeah. Um, I do think that they will be the next collab, and I am actually thinking it might be Stick Season since she covered that. It, and her cover is so good. So good. I but loved it's like, it. how iconic for her to get the song. I know. Again, we'll see. Number five, Kelsey Ballerini. Um, Your girl. Kelsey Ballerini rolling up the welcome mat. I, I think it's so cool. Did you listen to her call her daddy, the second one? No. Yeah, oh, no, I have to listen. It came out a few weeks ago. Um, and it's really cool because I feel like what Kelsey... Well, I love Kelsey's album, Subject to Change. Mm-hmm. But I think that came out last year. Yeah. Rolling Up the Welcome Mat is her divorce album mm-hmm. for the uninitiated. And it was kind of crazy. I know we've talked about it here before. But, like, she really went there. Like, she was Big time. very, very, very clear. And mm-hmm. over the course of this... EP being out like she performed on SNL like she's she's gotten a lot of opportunities to perform and that the EP has also morphed with her performances mm. so when she performed on SNL she was singing um, the song about like you know you said you would like fly across the whole world for me and on SNL she added the yeah sure mm-hmm. okay and then she released like the final version of the album with that in it mm-hmm. Have you listened to the extended interlude? No. We will listen to that after. I but have that chills. is I'm scared. So you know the interlude on the EP. Yeah. It's kind of, it's we the first time we listened to it, we were like, this is inspired by Fletcher. And this yes. also came out at the time that we thought that Fletcher and Kelsey were maybe dating. <sighs> I'm still not a little I'm still a little bit sad that they I think not. they could have kissed. I hope they did. I'm not rolling it out. Um the interlude on the extended version is nuts i can't it's wait so good i just love an artist like nobody owes us anything but i love an artist that just like really fucking puts it out there me too and then have you heard her new song to the men who love women after heartbreak no we'll listen to that after chills full body chills like i just think kelsey is like i think she's a great songwriter mm-hmm. like there are people who are there are different kind of like levels of like um I don't know, like like a Sarah Burles is like there are so many metaphors, like like Hozier. It's like you know Hozier's last yeah, album like is like complex. completely inspired yeah. by Dante's Inferno, and I'm like yeah. I actually don't get it. Like there's like <laughs> certain songwriters where you're like you're really going somewhere with this, and this is like one version of this art. And then there are songwriters, and not that Kelsey Ballerini doesn't have like a ton of substance, but it's like she has a really beautiful way of just like kind of simply saying Mm -hmm. the way that she's feeling but then it's like the emotion of the story is like so there and her voice is fucking killer so good she's really good and so what i was saying with the call her daddy she did she did call her daddy i think at like the beginning of this year Mm -hmm. right when this ep came out that like big time aired all of her dirty laundry her ex-husband is like i don't know anything about like he's like a country artist i don't really think he's yeah. Not for me. I don't listen to country men. Yeah. Uh, he was releasing purpose, a lot of music allegedly as well, but I don't really care about it. So mm. they were kind of like going back and forth, whatever. It was a big risk, obviously, to like release this like extremely personal divorce breakdown. Basically. And like really shortly thereafter. Yes. Right. Um, and it's cool because she's like so beyond thriving now. She's yeah. in a relationship with 
Chase. Mm-hmm. Things seem to be going really, really well. And I think for her, she's kind of like, I did this like super scary thing and now I'm like in a better place than I could have ever dreamed. Like mm-hmm. this EP like catapulted her fame, mm-hmm. like is giving her all these new opportunities. And I'm like, that's my girl. I love to yeah. see that. And you've loved her for a long time. I've been with Kelsey since the beginning. And I, I don't think I realized that she like wasn't that famous. Like on a call her daddy. She was like yeah, talking yeah. about how she like wasn't famous. She's always felt really famous to me. But You're like weird. I think you I'm are. like, I love her. Um, my top song is Truly a Mystery, Charm You by Samia. Is uh-huh. that how I pronounce that? It's in my top five as well. I do not listen to this artist. <laughs> I do not know this artist. Um, you told me that you were going to her concert. So I was like, let me check out her stuff. Mm-hmm. I love this song. Yes. I couldn't tell you one other song. So that's kind of surprising. I love, uh, because I remember you were like, I love the song that's in your reel. And I'm like, it's called Char- Char- I wonder Meal if that's how, I, that how must it be came why. to my attention. Mm-hmm. 100%. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, and here my we influence. are. Number one. <laughs> um, number two, Sex with My Ex. That Hilarious. is my favorite Fletcher song. It's so good. It's just like, you're just like yeah like the the production on that ep i really like there's something about it that hits so hard yeah it's like gritty it's awesome Mm -hmm. i love it and it's so fucking like raw like you're just like damn and i'm like shit sucks (laughs) you're stressing me out by the things that you are willing to share so bad um all american bitch number three that is the best song on sour period me Me too um and yeah period um her body is bible number four so I good. love it. I love it. And number five, better version featuring Kelsey Ballerini. Perfection. I love the Kelsey Ballerini version. And yeah, it kind of pretty. brings number one and five together for me because it is the divorce version where her her fucking um, lyric in that is, I was like, ah. I can't remember how it goes, how her verse Basically, goes. it's like about her husband being a loser. Is kind of the takeaway. So crazy. So I love that. Um, that's yeah, my wrapped. That. My top genre is pop. And mm-hmm. I think the one final thing I'd like to say is that Brandy Carlisle was my yeah, top artist where is for the she? last few years. Um, there's not a single Brandy Carlisle song in my top 100. <gasps> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's I was crazy. Like, Bye. It's I guess. Full no, exit. I mean, I love Brandy. Brandy's so important to me. I love her music. I will always, like, go see her. But mm-hmm. this girl did not release a new album this year. And no. there was a lot of really incredible music. There sure and was. And I was listening to all of it. And I I don't like Brandy's latest album very much. Me neither. And so I don't really go back to it. And I just thought it was kind of funny. I was like, oh, shit. Like, not even one. That's so funny. Yeah. So that's my my big update. Thank you for sharing. Anytime. Um, so my top artists Take were, us to Cambridge. I know. I'm like, welcome to Cambridge, Massachusetts. Um, it's cold. You're sad. You're thinking that you might want to kiss a girl. Um, your top artists are Taylor Swift. Wow. Shocking. Mm-hmm. Boy Genius. Yes. Samia. Top artist. Mm-hmm. Okay. I listened to her a lot this year. I, I guess I need love to like her most recent beyond. album. <laughs> so she has two albums. Her first album is called The Baby. I really like it a lot. The best song on that album is called Triptych. It's perfect. Yes. Um, her most recent album is called No Idea. You're I like, I to love it. it. I listened to it a million <laughs> times in a row. Um, let's Isn't that funny how you can like know something really intimately and then be like, I actually don't yeah. know what the album's it's called. It's called Honey. Song. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it is excellent. I love it. I think she's so good. Her voice is really interesting. I've seen her live a couple times, and she is fun to watch. Um, my that. number four artist is Phoebe Bridgers. Oh. Queen. Um, there was some discourse on the internet about the way that Boy Genius... Um, was that true? I, I couldn't tell if you guys were making a joke or not. I don't know if it was true. Um, Hannah thinks it's true because she had Julian Baker in her top, and she never listens to Julian Baker. But that's kind of weird, though. I don't have Julian Baker or Lucy Dacus, and I feel like it would have just been like boy genius Phoebe Bridgers, Julian yeah. Baker, Lucy Dacus. So I don't know how that works. I do listen to a lot of Phoebe Bridgers, so I buy it. Wasn't Phoebe your top a few years ago? She or was, it's always Taylor, yeah, but yeah, it's always Taylor. So followed by. she doesn't even count. Yeah, Phoebe Motion was number two. Famously, uh, my top song in 2020. What a banger! So good. It's one of the best songs ever. Yeah. Um, and my number five artist is Lizzie McAlpine. Oh my god! Cute. I know. I had a big moment with her album this year. She's um, so good. Yeah, she's good. She's really good. That Spotify session song that she did, a little, a little bit, bit of, everything. of everything. It's oh, in my top ten songs of the year. If you want to be weeping, it's the best. Open that up. It's so good. You want a little peek behind the curtain? Yeah. Maybe I've shared this before. When I, I don't think I've shared it here actually. Um, when I was getting ready to propose. Ooh. I wrote Erica's parents a letter and I did something crazy, which is that I listened to that song, a little bit of everything Mm -hmm. on repeat, at least probably 50 times as I wrote this letter. I love that. To them. And so I was sobbing in my office. (laughs) (laughs) I listened to that song. Is it the song? Is it the letter? We can't Who can say? It's both. I listened to it on repeat when I was in Miami. It's so good. It's so good. I don't know. I I had not heard of that song before she covered it. Me either. And And I listened to the original and I was like, nope. Not as good. She sounds awesome. Her covers are so good. She's one of those special ones. It's Um, interesting though because I don't think that she'll be doing much touring. Yeah. As an artist in general. I think that's for the best. I think that's like where the youth is at. And she's not that good at, I mean, she was good at All Things Go, but she doesn't she have, doesn't like, have a ton of she doesn't have presents. the it factor for performing no. live. Um, my top songs were pretty much straight down the line, Boy Genius. What's um, your number one Boy Genius song in your heart? doesn't have to be. Not really strong enough. So and good. it is my number one. So the my top songs are the first songs of the Boy Genius album, <laughs> with the exception of Charm You by Samia, which uh-huh. is number four. So it's not strong enough. Samia. Emily, I'm sorry. True Blue, Charm You, and Cool About It. So good. I listened to the Boy Genius album at least 46 million times. Yeah. And it's like, you know, whatever. Nobody needs to hear anything more about Boy Genius. They're getting, like, so much love. Here's the thing, though. There are people that don't know Bo- Boy Genius. Those people, so. I don't understand how they could possibly not know them at this point. But I guess it's, it is also, like, a lot. it's very, like, subcultural still. Like, it's everything that I'm consuming is queer media. And they're, yeah. like, the, st- the superstars of queer media right now. I'm hopeful that they will get a Grammy. I really think that they might. I love to Everyone see loves them. them. And they're, like, I think that they are just, like, watching them together all year is like really something special like their little friendship is just like so darling you can tell that they're really they really love each other like they're so dear with each other and i think that that's fun to see it's so fun and I fucking love. I love to Lucy hear that. Dacus. I, I love, love her Lucy so Dacus much. So much. I feel like she is really having like her hot girl moment, and like it's so good. She's really like a very classic beauty. Yeah, she's very striking. I think she looks like old Hollywood energy. Beyond, yeah, I love her. Um, I'd like to give a few shout outs to some other artists. 
You know why? Because I feel like people do always tell us that they're like, oh, I started listening to this person because you said it, which yeah. is really cute. Let's um, do it. Joseph, they released their album this year, The Sun. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It's really good. And they are featured in my playlist. Yeah, they're, I'm, I'm l- looking at my playlist to yep. get this information. Um, I really love The Sun. I love Nervous System. And then mm-hmm. what's the song? What's the Love Island song? It's really high on mine. Uh, fireworks oh yeah that one's cute i didn't know that was a love island song well it's it was inspired by oh right watching love island that's right that's right that's right um i'd also like to give a shout out to well i don't think this person really needs a shout out but the SZA album came out this year and was fire so good yeah so good f to f is in my top and ghost in the machine pp number one album on pitchfork this year yeah so she's doing fine she's doing great just in case just in case you missed it and in case you're joining the SZA train with this album you must go listen to control because absolutely. it is perfect to me in every way absolutely Renee Rapp, we've spoken about it oh, here. Another girl who's really having a moment. I yeah, love it Yeah, she's super so having much. a moment, but Marie and I saw her live, which I don't believe we spoke about here. Maybe we did. I don't know if we did. And it was it crazy. Was, was it in the month of November? Nuts. It was. We saw her on October oh. like 30th. Okay, close. So we probably did talk about it, but I would say she, she holds up to her recorded actually she sounds better live which yeah is she's crazy she really blew my freaking mind yeah um the tree Marin morris Marin morris is divorced now and mm-hmm. the the album that's coming we're not ready for oh, yeah we're gonna be shook i think it's to gonna be core. fucking good mm-hmm. i really loved mimi webb this year mm, do you know her a little bit little british pop girl yes her songs are really fun um i literally have all of them in my top 100 and i think they're awesome um, and then the last person, do you listen to Tate McRae? A little bit. Her new album is coming out tomorrow. Yeah, people are really excited about it. A lot of the girlies are like all of the like little Gen Z singers that I love are covering her all the time on so Instagram. So interesting. I think she's like really blowing off on TikTok right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm curious to see that when this episode comes out, the album will be out. So check it out. Can't wait. So I think those are my extra plugs. Oh, Holly Humberstone. Oh. Love that girl. I wish her album was well, one that I better. liked a little bit more, but yeah. I love her and we can't wait to go see her. We cannot wait to go see her. In May of next year. Um, My top 100 is literally all people that we've already talked about pretty much with the one notable exception. It's beautiful. It's beautiful because I just have like all of my top artists over and over again, but there is a new artist to me that's featured very heavily in my playlist um, and it's a duo uh best friends duo they're called tommy lafroy i saw them open for samia and they're really good i liked them a lot they were like so adorable they had a similar energy to that band sawyer that we saw alisa open for joseph who i also loved um the songs that i love the most from tommy lafroy in the order that they appear in my playlist are dog eat dog which is really good um worst case kid mm-hmm. and let's see flight risk i really like a lot that's a short and sweet one i can't wait to listen it's very good and another artist who i loved obviously like everyone else this year is or maybe this was last year but ethel kane that album is crazy it's so good um yeah a little bit of everything is one of my favorite songs of the year
Okay, that was a lot of music. Shall we move on to another type of culture? Yes, let's move on to another type of culture. That culture is movies. Films. Films. Cinema. We are entering a quiet period. Mm-hmm. Might not be a quiet period, as we've discussed, but... It's an indoor period. An indoor period. There are a lot of movies to see. And so we wanted to just run through a few that are on our radar. Big time. That we can't wait to watch. We've watched yes. some, not all. I've seen zero of these movies, but I just can't wait. Two. Great. I can't wait to hear about them. The first is Good Grief, mm-hmm. a Dan Levy written, produced, and acted production. Written, Look, directed. Looks like a movie that I'm going to hysterically weep For my sure. way through without stopping. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's We're not even going to tell you what these movies are about. Like, No, we're Google just going to tell you that you should watch them, and we're going to tell you when they come out, because some of them are not out yet. Good Grief comes out January 4th. Fifth. Fifth. Um, Very close. I can't wait to watch it. And what I really love about Dan Levy, besides like his brilliance, is his fashion. I love to see his little sweaters. He's so handsome. He's very, very handsome. You know what? I kind of was loving seeing him smooch a man. I love to see him smooch a man. I want him him to be in love in life. (sighs) Me too. And so to see him smooch a man is something that makes me feel good. Me too. And I love him a lot, even though I have heard that he's not nice. No. Isn't that awful? Where did you hear that? <laughs> I cannot reveal my sources on the We'll air. talk about it after. Yes. Um, That's I, horrible to hear. I know. Moving on. Moving on quickly. Wait, remind me. I have to tell you something, Ooh. too. We keep our secrets. Yeah, we um, do. I'll remind you. The next movie that we're excited about, I think, comes out tomorrow. So if you're listening to this, you can oh watch. My God. Oh, Good, Re- Good Grief is going to be on Netflix. Yes. And this film is also on Netflix. Yes. It's called Leave the World Behind. I can't you may remember wait. her from one of my favorite books of the year last year. One of my favorite books from this year, Five so Stars. So good. Um, and I can't wait. It's a star-studded cast. It's an unbelievably star-studded Crazy. Cast. It's... um. Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. She's having a moment that I'm liking. You know what I'm obsessed with for Julia Roberts? I can't wait to know. It appears that she hasn't done a lot by way of anti-aging. I love it. She looks She's so she hot. looks beautiful and she looks her Normal. age. And I like that. You know who else is like that? Jennifer Garner. You know who else is like that? Julianne Moore. Love we'll those talk about ladies. Her more. We, we'll talk about her more. Ba-doom-tsh. More. Yeah. Um, yeah. So leave the world behind. If you haven't read the book, read the book and then watch the movie and let's talk about it. Um, Can't wait. Totally different kind of film. The one that the world is a buzz about. Renaissance. Yes. You watched it or not yet? No, I didn't watch it. I was... We were supposed to. Yeah, we were supposed to watch it also. We should go together, the four of us. Let's do it. That would be so fun. I would love to see Renaissance. Um, we saw Renaissance. We saw it in live concert, in concert. Which is hard to believe. Feels like at least a lifetime ago. Yeah. I can't wait. I Because Beyonce is really always giving face. So much. And I guess what? Couldn't see her face at all. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to those close-ups. And it does seem like, based on what I've seen on the internet, there's a little more like a BTS content than there was <gasps> in God. the Eras movie. You, have you seen the Eras movie? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, whatever. It's, yeah. I didn't need to see it. No. No, no, no. <laughs> Hunger Games. Oh, the prequel. songbirds and... Snakes. Snakes. I have seen this movie. I gotta see it. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Because I like the Hunger Games universe. Me too. I 
believe there's some criticism online. Oh, I haven't read it. I do think that some of that criticism is merited. Mostly that it probably should have been two movies. Mm. Because it was like really long. And then there was like one part that was like, we got pretty deep into it. And Mm -hmm. then the second part felt very rushed. Got it. And so I wish we could have just like more deeply explored. Mm -hmm. Yes. And you'll know what you what I mean. I really like what's the girl's name? Maria oh, from West Rachel. Side Story, Rachel something. Here's another thing about Rachel in this film. She does a lot of singing. Yeah, I've seen that on her Instagram. Erica was like, is this a musical? Like an hour in. And I was like, like why is she no. singing so much? There are, there are too many songs. Mm. I'll say that. Okay. But great. she has a good voice, but her, her character sings in a particular way. Can't and I'll say that. Wait. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, oh another movie I've seen, Past Lives. This movie is gorgeous. Tell me more. I don't know a thing about it. Oh my god, this is this is a movie where you will cry your eyes out. I can't wait. From good feelings. From, from the good feelings, feelings of like fr- I guess maybe it's like from the feeling of feeling feelings, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> if we titled our podcasts, that would be the title of this the episode. The feeling of feeling that fe- That funny feeling of feeling feelings. That's what this movie is about. Period. It's basically about, it's an immigrant story. It's a story about friendship. It's a story about like the what if, like the sliding doors mm-hmm. moment in life. Yeah. It's very gorgeous. It's very subtle. It is, um, it's about Korean people. Mm-hmm. So the, a lot of the movie is actually in Korean cool. or there's a lot of like body language. It's really, really very beautiful. And I think this is one of the best movies I've seen in a really long time. Wow. And I look Did forward, you see it in theaters? I did see it in theaters by myself. Wow, fun. I love going to the movies by myself. Me too. And you know what? My therapist's office is right next to a <gasps> movie theater. And so I'm always like, should I, should I just go. pop in and go see a movie? I just think it's Tempting. really nice. There's something nice about enjoying art together and alone. Yes, I totally agree. It's the same as, not the same, but like it's a similar feeling to going to a concert alone, which I actually haven't done in like a very long time. Yeah, it's kind of nice. You're just Depends like, oh, I'm, the with the, I'm with people, but I'm also experiencing this in solitude. Yeah. Yeah, I, I completely sobbed hysterically in the theater. Perfect. I myself. can't wait to do it. Um, I can't wait for you to watch it. I can't wait to hear her. it's um, it's so good. That's all I I am like I'm at a loss for words. Great. Um, next movie on the list, the one everyone seems to be speaking about. Everyone's talking about it. Salt Burn. This movie looks nuts. It looks nuts. I'm everybody was talking to it. about it, so I looked it up. Like I watched the trailer and I was like, this. <laughs> yeah, it seems crazy, and I can't wait to watch it. I don't know that much about Jacob Elordi because I did not watch um, the show. The show that he's on. I don't know what show he's on. It's... You know I'm bad with yeah, actors' yeah, yeah. names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It starts with an E. Euphoria. Yes. Oh, who is he? What's he's, his character? He's tall. I know. I, was like, he's, I thought he's that you tall. watched that. I do watch it. He's tall, brown hair. He was also, I believe, Elvis recently. Oh, interesting. Oh, he's... Oh, He's the bad guy on Euphoria. Yeah, I think he's a bad he's boy. He's bad, bad boy, shiny toy. I think he's a bad boy in this movie. He has as well. villain face, so that makes sense. He has villain face. Yeah. Villain face. Yeah, yeah. Because I think he's because he's the the white boy who invites the characters to the estate in this movie. Is that what happens? Yes. Yeah, I think this. It, this. I feel like this is giving Get Out. Probably. 
I think something weird is going to happen. And I can't that's wait. That's for sure. I like a movie that's billed as a thriller comedy. Yes. That's exciting <laughs> to me. I want to see this in theater. Should we go? Yes. Okay. Should we do a d- double header salt burn renaissance? Yes. <laughs> 100%. 100%. Hannah and I were just talking about doing a double feature of Hunger Games Renaissance, but oh, I think... Hunger Games is three plus hours. I don't think that she can do a double feature. No. My my wonderful partner. She's not made, She's not built she's for She's not it. built for that, but I can. But you are, and I'm ready. <laughs> I'll bring my salad. Um, and finally, this movie is already out on Netflix, May, December. I need to watch it. Yeah, it looks uh, disturbing. This I is love actually to be also billed as a comedy-ish. I was reading somewhere comedy it's, thriller. It can't be, but it's it's out there. It's starring Julianne Moore. That's that's the comeback here. Natalie Portman, as well as the guy that dates Veronica in Riverdale. Apologies to him for me not knowing his name at this. The time. guy, yeah, I don't know who he is either. Let me look it up because that's. I, I mean, I'm hearing that he's completely incredible in this movie so he's I'm sure extremely talented I just haven't seen a lot of his work Charles Melton oh yes he's pretty hot also super super pretty hot pretty hot pretty hot okay so that's what's coming up on the movie scene oh you know what else is coming out what oh Charlie and the Chocolate Factory oh, God, I or do whatever that movie's called now want to see that the prequel with Timothy Chalamet everything about him in the trailer is disturbing so cringe I have to tell you, I have tickets to go see that movie on Thursday night. My my mom. It's gonna be really bad. I I, I don't feel eager. I can't wait to hear about it. He just gives me the creeps. Yeah, he's giving me the ick in a really extreme so, way, like, which little. is so interesting because he did not used to give me the ick at all. Something about him is I hate to hear him talk. Mm. Although I did see a TikTok of him speaking French, and I was like, "That's better." Mm. You're like, "That's actually this makes more way correct. more sense." <laughs> yeah, he should. What stop do you think about English. him and Kylie Jenner? Hate it a lot. Weird, right? Hate it a lot. Doesn't I don't believe it. Yeah, no chemistry. No, I don't know. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll find out. Um, the final item on our list of culture is the most important one. <laughs> this is our longest culture section ever. Yeah, so we'll keep this one short. Yeah, it's it's important. Something has come to our attention. Yep. By way of Carla Lolly Music, yep. formerly of Bon Appetit magazine, currently of YouTube, I guess. Yeah. Um, cookbook writer, whatever. Love her. She's a doll. She's good. She's still doing good stuff. She posted a recipe t- today. Um, for a nutritional yeast vinegar salad dressing. Vinaigrette. Vinaigrette. What do we think? It we looks are, you should know we're both anti. Anti-nutritional yeast. Yes. Nooch, which I think is a disgusting Ugh, thing that people say. There's just something wrong about like the flaky texture, you know? There's something not right about it. I don't like about that people say it's cheesy. Dry. I just don't like anything. But Carla, who whom I trust, but she loves nutritional yeast. She's she big does. on She's the nooch. nutritional yeast popcorn, and I think that's wrong. But I she agree. says this is the greatest dressing in the world. Damn, I'm like, whoa, <laughs> that's an extremely hot take, and it looks good. It does look good. It's, it's kind of like caramel. It looks creamy. creamy. I don't understand it, and I actually don't think I've ever, like, willingly eaten nutritional yeast, but this recipe has me kind of curious. We're both curious, and we'll be making it. I mean, the batch is insane, so we can't We can't make make a whole... We'll we'll make it together and share it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like honey mustard. Yeah. I wonder what it tastes like. 
I don't know what nutritional yeast tastes like besides cheesy. Everybody says it tastes like cheesy, but. But isn't that kind of gross? If you think about it, you're like, this yeast tastes like cheese. <laughs> it's not right. It's not right. So we'll make it, but culturally, we felt like we had to share. That yeah. That that's, is, that's an update. Allegedly the best dressing that's ever. In the world. Grace the yeah. earth. Alisa. Yes, Marie. What's coming up for you in the month of December? I think you have to go first because oh yes, you're making a little joke. I'm making I'm a little joke. I wasn't gonna <laughs> make this joke out loud, but well, um, there's a song I by like Sarah Bareilles called "December," which it's is one, one of, of my favorite songs. songs of hers, and it makes me it perfectly encapsulates the way that December feels, which is like literally sort everything of we said at the top: nostalgic, sad like excited for the future but like mourning the self that you are now feeling a little bit of like excitement about the things that you're hoping to accomplish in the new year but also feeling jaded about the way that you always try to change yourself in the new year and you're always the same that's the feeling at our business meeting I'm like that's me um so I'm gonna be doing a lot of that stuff um you may have heard of have you heard of Christmas? Mm-hmm. You is is what the question I have for you. Um I'll be celebrating Christmas um with my family in Pennsylvania. Cute. Cute. Um I will be listening and I have already started listening to the best playlist I've ever made. Oh my god. My December playlist, which is called If We Make It Through December. Yes, yeah, you love this. It's the best playlist that I have, and I will link it in the show notes. Um, and I also really have to do some reading. I've only read 86 books this year. I have to read 100. Um, for those of you counting at home, that's 14, and it is December 7th. I just looked at the calendar, and I said, oh, shit. Can I do it? You uh, can. can you, I know that I can. It's time to pick up the novellas, the poetry. The poesy, uh, yeah. Um, this is going to be my one of my greatest ta- tasks yet. So I'll be... I think that we're faced with this... Each and every year. This yeah, battle right here. This battle every year. Um, and I do the same thing every year, which is at the beginning of the year, I'm going to get so ahead. I'm going to read a million books. We read books. like 30 books in January. And then I'm like chilling. I don't read anything in October. And then I'm like, oh shit. Yep. So. You're going to do it. This is my pattern. What I will you do? I can't wait to celebrate crossing 100. It's so fun to do it. Yeah, it's good. It's my favorite New Year's resolution that I've never broken. I know. It's good. I'm like. Well, we do it together. Plus, you now have a voracious reader in your house I know it's disturbing to me yeah um what are you gonna do I am yearning for the Sarah B album and I say that because December is the perfect song and it just reminds me like hun where's we need it we where's the work like we've seen the snippets we know you're working on it her album is gonna be a pandemic It's going to be so good. And I'm like loving everything that she's interested in right now. Like the things that she's talking about online, like aging and depression and like body figuring out like how to be vulnerable in a relationship, like all of that stuff. I'm just like, we need it in a song, girly. Yeah. Like we we need it so bad. I can't wait. I can't wait. I think about it all the time. Almost every day. I think I just fear that maybe she's like not going to make more music because she's (sighs) really venturing into a lot of new spaces and I'm so happy for her I love that for her but I need her music yeah I I want her to be happy and also I want us to be happy and in order to be happy I need a Sarah Bareilles album that's that's exactly all I want for Christmas is a Sarah B album um I'd really like to do some knitting (laughs) knitting I sure hope oh my god (laughs) 
I bought another knitting kit. I'm going to jail. She's sick. I'm going to knitting jail. What is this thing that you're? I bought a beginner. That's knit better because the one that you bought was, was a sweater, easy. and that's too hard for. No, I bought another sweater, but this one's beginner. Okay. And what I bought last time was easy. Okay. And that's how I learned that beginner and easy are not the same. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The thing is, I've I do know how to knit. But I've never completed a project Mm -hmm. and I need to, I need to, because I, I want to be a knitter, but in order to be a knitter, you have to know how to knit. That's right. So I hope to do some of that. Um, I hope that you can too, because I would like for you to teach me how to knit things that aren't just rectangles. Yeah. And I want to like knit things for people. I made a really ugly hat, but perfect. That's it. (laughs) It's not wearable. That's okay. Um, I feel like I have a lot of books I'm just excited to read. So doing that, watching movies. I will be going on a little snowboarding trip, which I'm excited about. I love to snowboard. Wow. I didn't realize you were a snowboarder. You don't know that about me. No, I thought you were a skier. No, bitch. I'm definitely a snowboarder. By vibe. And I know how to ski. I just prefer to snowboard. I love it. Um, I'm celebrating Christmas with my little nephews, which I think will be extremely cute. cute. I think extremely cute. Bo, my three and a half year old nephew is like really into the concept of Christmas and Santa right now, which I don't, I can't think of a more perfect energy for Christmas day. You know, yeah, it, it's Christmas is for the kids. I do fear that we will be rising at 4 30 AM, but that's will for me be, to deal with I think, yeah. on Christmas day. Um, and I'm actually in the, I'm on day four of something called 75 Hard. I cannot believe you're doing 75 you Hard. You know about this? I sure do. Yeah, I'm doing it in solidarity with my partner who is doing it. Um, it's honestly fine. I think because I was already quite active. Mm-hmm. I think if I was going from zero to 75 Hard, that would maybe be significantly yeah. more challenging. But what's the diet that you're doing? My diet is that I'm trying to eat. Well, I'm. I need to eat fifty three grams of protein a day at least. Okay, because so it's I just don't a protein think, increase diet. Well, I don't even know if it's an increase because I don't really. You're I've just never tracking. like really tracked my protein. Yeah, yeah. But I generally feel like I don't eat maybe that much protein because I don't eat meat. So it's something I've been curious about. Mm-hmm. Fifty three, I think, is a bit of an arbitrary number, but was found via a calculation from the internet. Great, I love it. And that's really it. Cool. So. Are you drinking a gallon of water? No. <laughs> I'm just drinking my normal amount of water. I think I'm doing 75 medium. Yeah, so, you're doing, so you're doing the two 45 minute workouts. 10 pages of nonfiction. Yes, but I'm reading a memoir. Not Love. self-help. Who that's, cares? That's important. It's nonfiction. I'm reading Stay True. So Five good. Five star read it's from you. so good. Yeah, I can't wait. So that's been fine. Did you read the inside cover or did you not read it? I didn't read it. Good. Should I wait? Don't don't read the like don't read the summary. You know okay. what I mean? Like I, I felt like there was a spoiler on the inside cover oh. that I was like upset about. Okay, I haven't read it. Okay. And I'll read it after. Great. Um yeah, so I'm doing so you have to do a 45 minute workout inside and a 45 minute workout outside mm-hmm. every day. Or both could be outside. Yeah. Um a walk counts. We love and it. Guess what? I usually walk at least 45 minutes a day. Yeah. So that's fine. Um my diet is 53 grams of protein a day, which, you know what? Here's the good news. Protein um, comes in cheese. So true. Ice cream, <laughs> it comes in cheese. Milk. Like, it's like I'm just eating normally. I'm just making sure that I'm eating yeah. protein. I think that's nice. 
Derek people, is being vegan at home. Yeah, yeah, vegan at home. Is that is there another thing or is that it? Water, book, oh no, workout. Alcohol, oh, yeah, but which I don't drink. Yeah, so that's easy for me. And then you have to take your progress picture every day. Oh yeah, which I'll I'll be honest, I forgot yesterday. <laughs> that feels like not the most important. <laughs> I know. Part. I'm like, oh okay, that's not gonna be the thing that ends this. For yeah, me. no, the progress picture is. Um, for the people of 75 hard to sell books only. Okay, yeah. I was like, I don't even know what this is. And isn't is. there something like, oh, like if you don't. You have to restart. You have to start over. There's no chance. I had a couple restarting. of friends who were doing this, my old coworkers, and they um, hated it a lot. And so I talked about it at length with one of my coworkers. Oh, what did they um, hate? Just that it was like. Too strict. Like, mm. she was just like, it made me be mean to myself. Mm, yeah. Energy. Um, so totally can see that yeah I think I'm just playing it pretty loose and yeah I'm kind of doing it as like a we're doing it together yeah and so for what's me, Eri- like, so Erica's doing vegan at home I guess you, that's the only thing that you choose yeah vegan at home. the diet she's reading a book about grocery stores oh which I think is actually going to be disturbing I, I, yeah it actually already is I'm I've, pretty worried I've uh a few passages have been read aloud to me and yikes yeah what's the book called do you know the Secret Life of Groceries. I'm worried. It's not good. I've actually read the synopsis of this book before. And like by synopsis, I mean kind of like cliff notes. I was yeah, like, yeah, just yeah. tell me like. Tell the, me what I need tea. to know. Give me the scary facts. The tea is hot. Yeah. Hate it. Yeah. So we're uh, we're doing 75 hard. Um, 75 hard. Hard. Um, it's. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. I I was already like pretty intensely yeah, yeah. active mm-hmm. and I was already reading. So I feel like for you're me, I'm like, not really no, noticing anything. And you don't anything. drink. So you're yeah. like, I'm like, okay, girl. I'll just like make sure I go outside, which <laughs> That's good. I think is nice for It's me. hard to make sure you go outside in these cold times. Yeah. So I'll be doing that literally in, for a few more months, I guess. Yeah. I guess 75 days is like kind of a lot of days. Two and a half months. Two and a half months. Love it. Great. Well, on that note. On that note, thanks for spending your spare time with us. Quite a bit of it this Quite week. Quite a bit. That was like a couple hours.